Mate, mate. Hang it all hang out. I want the Rams to let it all hang out in Denver this uh, Sunday as they take on the Denver Broncos. Yes, you guys are late. Um, that is correct. He's like, a, he's like a little teacher ratting on people. We're going to call teacher's pet. Whatever your teacher's pet. Yeah, teacher's pet. Uh, Ray Crockett should be joining us any moment now. Did I hear you Super Bowl champion. You, you got him at one time? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I done, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on some posters laying around my house somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I done, I done got Ray. Well, did you have a name? Like, how they said, like, you got mossed? What did they say when you, like, no, uh, didn't make anything? I don't think Keyed? so. You got keyed? Something. No. Uh, Nothing like that? I don't think so. No. Where are all the posters? You have them hanging up? You have them framed? Yeah, you have all them the stuff rolled is up the in stuff the, is all in the, over the closet? Place, man. It's, all, it's everywhere. I got so much uh, memorabilia. It's crazy. I used to collect a lot of it, though. From other guys or other your guys, own stuff? Yeah, other guys. Yeah. Like, get Moss's jersey or get Peyton Manning's helmet in his jersey, his rookie year, you know, stuff like that. Cliques, just stuff. I just got just storage just full of junk. <laughs> and it's just stacked up just in the closet somewhere. Boxes are folding into each other. It's been there so long. <laughs> you got to put it up, man. I, I, I'm only going to keep so so much of it, though. You know. All right. As promised, Ray Crockett is Woo-hoo! joining us right now to talk about the Rams and the Broncos. That's coming up. Seven six orange and blue. Seven sixty in Denver. Good morning, Ray. How are you? What's going on, baby? How you guys man, doing? wake up, Ray. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's early yeah, in the morning. What's happening, man? Long time. <laughs> Long time, man. It's been a minute. Gosh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been checking you out, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're thank you. Thing. Thank you. I, I try, man. You know, I gotta have every now and then. I gotta keep these guys in line around here. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what it Let's is. Let's just stop beating around the bush. Ray, did Keyshawn get you? Did he get me? Did he Did get, you? get you? Oh, no, man. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must have lied. I, said, I just said, I Wouldn't said, I'm first sure. Time. No, I said, I'm hey, sure I got him. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. Remember, Keisha, you went and told Aaron Glenn that I knew all y'all plays, that y'all offense sucked because I was locking down. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know that one. I know I got Dale Carter though for sure. I know I got him. Yeah, you got Dale. Yeah, I definitely got, got Dale. Dale. Ray Crockett yeah. joining us for a Rams and Broncos preview. Two-time Super Bowl champion Ray Crockett. How, how big of a deal is the weather going to be on Sunday? It's supposed to be cold, maybe a little snow. How big of a difference does that make, Ray? Man, it makes a big difference here because you know, especially for the Rams as well, because I don't think they've played off of the West Coast as of yet. But it's going to be 12 degrees with some possible snow. But, I mean, to be honest, it, it may hurt the Broncos a little more than, than the Rams because Case Keenum, but he, he doesn't have that rifle and that machine gun like golf. He has a pistol. He's a pistol factor. <laughs> so we, we, might have to, we may have some trouble down here with the weather. So, Ray, when you look at it well, online, it said 30 degrees, but we didn't factor in that it'll continue to dip as the game goes on. Um, in your playing experience up in Denver, how difficult is it for a passing attack to come into Denver with a quarterback like Jared Goff and an offense like the Rams is high-flying and scoring to be able to pierce the ball through those type of conditions when your arm at times spits out wobbly balls? Yeah, man, and that's the thing that I looked at from watching film with Goff. I mean, Goff has a nice arm, don't get me wrong, but there are times on his deep balls where sometimes the ball flutters a little bit and here's the thing, Key, not only 
do you have to think about the weather as far if it's going to be some, you know, snowflakes? And it will be probably around 12 to 15 degrees, but also the high altitude. You know, that air gets thinner, and then the colder it gets, it makes it a little tougher to judge. So he, he probably will have some balls, you know, that will flutter on him if they continue that, that high rolling offense the way they have. You know, they like to hit those seam routes. The thing it is, is with the uh, defense of the Broncos, we have to keep golf out from hash to hash. We have to make them throw outside of the numbers. That's where you will feel the full effect. If you allow them to throw inside the hashes, it won't bother them that much because that's a straight dart. You know, when I look at the the Denver Broncos team and the defense is still there, even though you just gave up 34 points to the Jets, but I'm looking offensively. Man, we just gave up 300 yards rushing. What you talking about the defense still there? <laughs> well, the defense is still there in terms of you got some some guys on there who you got to account for. It's what I'm trying to say. And right. but, but when I look on the offensive side of the ball, I'm not looking at the offense you got to account for. I'm seeing 100 points in four games. What's the main problem for you guys offensively? Well, to be honest, uh, I mean, our offense, there are guys that you have to account for. I mean, as far as you look at Demarius Thomas, you look at Emmanuel Sanders, and these rookies that we have, Keyshawn, you know how difficult it is for a rookie to come in this league and to really light it up. Our offensive rookies, man, they, they've been taking care of their business and the uh, the lights have not scared them off at all. Now, here's the problem, LZ, is what you're talking about here, point-wise, as far as production. It more so has to do with scheme and, and how are you going to navigate this quarterback through the weapons that we have. You know, Case Keenum, once again, I'll repeat, he doesn't have the strongest of arms. So some of the offensive you know, game plan that we've been using – it presents him a problem because he has to throw deeper down the field. He has to throw outside of the numbers. That's where he has to get better. But as long as he throws on time and on schedule, then he's a really, really good quarterback. And that was part of the problem with Minnesota last year. That's why Minnesota chose to go a different direction mm. because they wanted somebody who could spray the ball around and use every blade of the grass. And, and that's not Case Keenum. You, you have to be really good as a coordinator to come up with a game plan every week key so that Case Keenum is successful. And and that's kind of what we're battling right now. We're trying to figure out exactly what those windows are that he can throw in and then, you know, keeping him on top of those and keep keeping him on time just you know, for lack of a better term. You gotta keep him on time, man. He's not a quarterback that's gonna make something out of nothing. He has to be on time and on schedule. Ray Crockett, two-time Super Bowl champion, Denver Bronco, joining us here on Rams-Broncos preview from Denver. Um, Ray, when there's been some, some noise coming out of Denver that Vance, Joseph, the head coach, is going to be a little more involved from a defensive standpoint. What I've always said is that when you're a coordinator and you get a head coaching job, continue to coordinate. Because otherwise, if you give it to somebody else, you're going to get fired. Clearly, Vance realizes that the Denver defense hasn't lived up to expectations. He wants to take over. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, you're exactly right, Key. I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say continue to coordinate because there are some, you know, some nuances of, of being a head coach that that you have to deal with as far as from a public persona and all of that as well. That that's time consuming, so you have to learn how to delegate. But at the end of the day, I will say this. If I'm a defensive coordinator and that's what my expertise is and that's what I do, 
you can best believe that game plan would be you know, would not be leaving that office without my hands on it. I, I will make sure that the scheme is correct. I will make sure that the timing of what you want to do and what your mindset is that it coins you know coexists with mine and that we're on the same page. And I think that's what you're really getting from right now is that. Joe Woods, who, who I like a lot. I mean, I interned as a coach with the Broncos two years ago, so I was sitting in that room, in the secondary room with Joe Woods. I mean, he's a great guy. He's a smart guy, very astute. But at the end of the day, you have to understand, you know, that, that Vance wants to do something different from a, from a scheme standpoint as far as being very aggressive and things of that nature. And you have to make sure that the scheme, you know, exists with the skill set of the players. And I think that's where we are right now. Last week, our, our scheme wasn't good. We had up-the-field rushes. You know Von Miller and, and, and those guys. They like to get up the field. And the Jets really played upon that. They, they suckered us up the field and created big gaps in the running game. And that's why that's the only way you give up 300 yards with the, the amount of, of people that we have on defense. And as you mentioned that, with the guys we have on defense, we have some all-pros on defense, some guys that can really play. So in order to give up 300 yards, you must be in a bad scheme or guys are not doing or not buying into the scheme that you're playing. So that's where it is. that's what it is, Steve. That's what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. It's bad to saying, look, I want to make sure that we are all buying in, that we're all on the same page, and that you guys know that I'm in with Joe Woods. You know, myself and Joe Woods, we are creating this game plan, so we need everybody to buy in and, and to take care of their business. And, and then it comes to players. I mean, I don't care who you are. We all know that coaches coach, players play. And, and key, just like you mentioned, when I walked out on that field, I didn't give a damn if it was all pro, Hall of Fame, or whatever. My name was on the back of that jersey, and, I, and I'm going to show up. And that's what I, that's where our players need to understand, yeah, like yeah. Roby, you know, guys like that. That's your name. Your mama and them, and your and Pookie and them watching you. So, mm-hmm. so you no got to you got to show up. You can't have the ball going over your head and things of that nature, yep. hits and tackles. Oh, that's not coaching. That's players. Yeah, you would show up and hold. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Keith. Hey, Ray, all I know is this: no flag, no call. <laughs> hey, 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 Ray, quickly. You know, league-wide, there's been a lot of conversations about roughing the passer calls and what's happening with defensive players. You have a very unique perspective. You were on the field when Mike Utley was paralyzed. What are your feelings in terms of how the league is trending towards being less violent? I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely all for you know players being healthy and, and because I, I have a lot of friends as well, not just Mike Utley. But I have a lot of other friends that are dealing with the other things. You know, William White, Keyshawn, you know William White. Oh, yeah. He has ALS right now. Ricky Dixon, who was my mentor out of high school and college, he has ALS. So those, those, those you know, shots to the head are, are, are creating more than just paralyzation and things of that nature. But there's a lot of stuff going on other than that. I mean, you know, Anthony, you know, Tony Darcet, Anthony Darcet's dad, you know, is, is dealing with CLS and, and all this stuff. I mean, CTS. So it's, it's, it's great that they're doing it. But here's what I will say is that even though the league changed the rules, it wasn't necessarily, and, and listen to me when I say this because I don't want to be misquoted, it wasn't necessarily for the safety of the players. It was for that billion-plus dollars that they had to give up. That's why they made such a dramatic change as they did, and it's difficult to, to go about it right now because when you make a change like that, it has to be beneficial, not just for offense or for your pocket, 
but for everybody involved. And right now, it's difficult for defensive players to stop their bodies going 100 miles an hour and all of a sudden turn into a fluff pancake man and lay a guy down gently. I mean, it just it's not making sense. So that's the problem with the rule. It's not the problem of player safety. We all want that. And I know, Keyshawn, you would want that as well. Oh, yes. But we all also want to be able to play the game <laughs> fairly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I mentioned last week on, on my Twitter page, you got offensive players like Kareem Hunt, who, who I saw when we played him, lowering his helmet right in the chest and in the face of a defensive player. But you're telling the defensive player, you got to stand up, face forward, and, and take it. Yep. That, that, that's not healthy. No, <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Ray, man. Ray Crockett, two-time Super Woo-hoo! Bowl champ, Orange and Blue 760 in Denver. Ray, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your All service right, in Detroit. <laughs> All right.